0: Let's jump straight into our weekend, uh, well, Sunday discussion rather here on The Weekend View. We focus on that uh, Kampempe report regarding racism and transformation at uh, Stellenbosch University. Um, the Kampempe uh, report's findings um, uh, on the University of Stellenbosch have uh, been called a sobering moment. Of course, uh, the DA disagreeing with uh, that view, saying, in fact, uh, that it scapegoats Afrikaans Rector and Vice-Chancellor Verme de Villiers earlier this week said that it was evident that black staff members and students do not feel welcome at the university despite deliberate transformation efforts to date, but they will need to work harder on that. Uh, this, of course, coming after the release of uh, that report into allegations of racism and discrimination at the Stellenbosch University. Let me now welcome uh, Masilo Silogazi, who is a member of uh, the Student Representative Council at the Stellenbosch University. Masilo, very good morning to you. Give us a sense of what the reaction of students, how how students have received this report regarding racism. Issues of transformation and how Black students and staff members are treated at the institution.
1: Um, I definitely think that it's sort of a mixture of reactions, but I think that the main one is that um, students finally feel seen and sort of vindicated by the report, um, in that it's their experiences are sort of written out. There's no sort of moving around the fact that POC students feel excluded. They feel strong senses of um, racism in the space. So. Um the report definitely sort of
0: supports that. Um, yeah. It, it, it also sp- speaks to how white students and white staff members seem to um, always want to avoid talking about issues of, of transformation and racism. Is that the case in your view?
1: I don't think so much that it's a case of sort of... Um Avoiding the conversation, I think a lot of students and staff have been forced to sort of have this conversation. Um, And like you said, I think you sort of articulated sort of well that um, now there sort of isn't an excuse to say um, that these experiences are not happening um, or that they're not sort of backed up by uh, empirical proof, which is often an argument that comes up. So this report really lends to sort of Students
0: and that they can say, it, but this is what the report says. You know, mm-hmm. it also suggests, though, that uh, the the. You know, lived ex- experiences of of individuals is not good enough, right? That you almost need such an elaborate process um, that's chaired by you know a, a, a retired judge to lead this to, to to almost give credence, right, to what many students have and and, and some staff members have been saying about the, their experience um, of of racism, of discrimination at at the institution. In, in your view, um, will, will this you know one one does the institution take these issues seriously, and will this report perhaps also lead to them perhaps taking it a lot more seriously than was previously the case?
1: Yeah, I definitely do think that this I mean management and staff are going to be taking this a lot more seriously um, just because it's out in the public um there isn't a way of getting around it um and people. Outside of the institution, aside from students and staff, are expecting to see accelerated transformation in the space. So it's quite—it's almost impossible for the university not to take it seriously um, because it's public.
0: As you would know, the the Democratic Alliance says that the you know th- this particular report scapes, um, scapegoats Afrikaans, it's, it's an attack on on the language. Um, and and if, uh, of course, immediately after its release, um, calling calling for a review of this particular report. Uh, say a bit about, I suppose. The, the experience again through the use of the language of, of Afrikaans is is it is it an attack on on the language what is happening on the ground um, particularly just regarding you know people speaking the language how the language is used uh, as as a, as a medium of a communication between staff and and students lecturers and students that sort of thing um,
1: so. I think sort of on that topic of, of language, I do think that sort of is an attempt to move away from the core issue, which is that uh POC students feel excluded in the wash space, um, and sort of to focus on, on language and learning, sort to of feed into the idea of how POC students have often been overlooked or their experiences often get overlooked. Yeah. So I personally find that problematic. But in terms of the, the experience of language in the space, the university is often very persistent and intentional about speaking about how they focus on using all three languages in, in official communication um, mm-hmm. with students. But on top of that, a lot of the time, despite the fact that there is that focus on the three languages, such as English, um, Afrikaans, and Kota, it does present as if Afrikaans is preferred over the other languages. And the reason why we say that is because often there'll be... Um, uh, not classes that are full, um, fully Afrikaans, but you can often find your translations of your notes in Afrikaans, but you don't find it in, 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 in Um Or um, when you try to look for translations for, for um, your coursework in class, or even asking lecturers to, to, to explain something in cluster. that isn't something that's available, or mm. as in Afrikaans it is. So there is that, that preference um, of Afrikaans that does need to be addressed. Uh, but I do not think that the report makes an attack on Afrikaans, Afrikaans as, a whole, as a whole. But rather emphasises that POC students feel excluded, and that they feel the reason they, that exclusion um, they feel that exclusion is because there is that there is that element of preference in Afrikaans.
0: Mm-hmm. There've been uh, also a number of um, incidents as well, um, one or two perhaps that uh, um, certainly you know, captured the the country's attention. Um, in, in 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 some instances there were attempts to characterize those as, you know, you know, students being being students. And of course many held the view that those incidents were, were blatant racism, right? Um is is, is is there tension on the ground just among among students you know you know for people who of course have been to to any campus there's there's a sort of culture there um it's it's a it's a, a community on on its own it's it's for the most part a lot of young people and it's a mixture of of groups of people of cultures and so on and there's there's some sort of culture that um that that we all then adopt uh, d- during your time there how how have these these issues these these incidents um impacted the sort of um, you know camaraderie that, that you, you're likely to see among students um, you know whether it's at the beginning of the year, you know, welcoming first years or, or around major events that, that usually are a great opportunity um, to, to unify uh, everybody associated with the institution. Ha- has that soured things? Has, have these issues dampened the mood in your view and that there's a lot of, a lot of tension uh, between different, different cultural groups, different races um, on the ground?
1: Yeah, I, I definitely think there's. I wouldn't say that the, the camaraderie in the space has sort of gone away. Um It feels a lot. A, a lot of the time, that students are very good at com, com, top, top mentalizing. Um and I say that especially in terms of like the, let's use the exam season as an example where. Um, Recent incident happened quite close to exams beginning, and so we had the SRC hosted a mass meeting that it allowed students to sort of speak more to the, to the issue and what they would like to see um, sort of happen in the space. Uh, and we had a very good turnout in terms of students talking about their issues and um, really trying to hone in on what they would like to see, see in the space. But even in that sort of mass meeting, um, in terms of demographics, we're sort of lacking in that it was a majority of uh, basically POC students that were present. So that also speaks to that that, that divide and sort of a lack of a... one to engage on that particular topic. But at the same time, it's also exam season, but we also have to engage on the fact that there's that privilege of being able to choose whether or not you're going to engage on an important topic that directly affects a large majority of students on campus. Mm. So I think it's a very difficult very difficult um, uh, feelings to sort of express or to describe, in that because, like I said, students could sort of compartmentalise and then sort of direct attention to to one thing and then sort of move on to the next um, mm. accordingly.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. We are in conversation with Marcelo Silogas, who is a member of the SRC at Stellenbosch University. We had invited. Um, DA uh, member of Parliament uh, Leon Schreiber, um, who really has has been, uh, I think, le- leading the charge, if you will, from the, the DA in uh, in, in poo pooing this uh, Kampempe report um, on allegations of racism um, at the at the University of of Stellenbosch. They've since said that it is scapegoating Afrikaans And as I said, we invited them to the discussion and they opted not to participate. It, what is the role of uh, the the SR? The, the student representative council here, as, as as these matters unfold, you all are, are of course um, students yourselves. You're very much a part of the. Uh, of, of, of the student community, you have much closer proximity to university leadership. Uh, give us a sense of of what engagement between yourselves and, and and leadership and management and yourselves and the the students that that of course you you've been elected to represent um, has been as as the institution has been navigating these difficult issues.
1: Mm. So. The SSC regularly sort of meets up with management to speak about uh, different issues that are going on on campus. So we already have meetings scheduled with management to sort of go through the reports and sort of speak to how we're going to be holding them accountable. As in SRC we already talked about sort of going through a timeline, creating a timeline, rather, um, so that we can sort of track the progress of transformations. We do think that it needs to be accelerated, and that is, we're not, yeah, just point is it's transformation in the space does need to be accelerated. So um, the SLC and other got sort of course management accountable, but also um it's students in being that bridge between what they're experiencing um, and then making sure that they're sort of seeing the management space and then communicating to students what they can sort of expect and what they see and also making sure that the expectation among students is also realistic. Um, in that um, it's not something that's going to happen you know, overnight, it's not going to happen within a year. But to be able to communicate to the student body and reassure them that these are the processes that are being be taken, and these are the 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 things that you can sort of see in the coming coming years um, with regards to transformation
0: mm-hmm. in the But I imagine a, a lot of a lot of people will feel that to just say yes, we we're doing something about it is it, it, not good enough. They they want to see um, some some measurable steps taken, right, some, some tangibles as well to be able to point to, to say this is, you know, th- this is something the institution is committed to and we are in fact seeing um, seeing strides being taken. I, I mean, in, in, again, from from your purview, what has in fact been done uh, to, to actually show that there is a meaningful commitment to this?
1: Mm. I think a lot of people are still digesting and, and going over the report, Um I think when you when you ask the question about how staff and students sort of reacting to it, I think a lot of people are still processing it and taking in the information. So what's been happening now is, is, is people talking uh, on the report, sort of having workshops around the report before any actions being made. And this is not to sort of slow down the progress of of actions being taken, but it's more giving people room to actually ruminate on, on what's been said in 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 the report, but also making sure that we're intentional about the actions that are being taken. But on top of that, in regards to what the SRC is seeing so far, is that the welcoming is obviously going to be happening in the coming year and the planning around welcoming is happening now. And so already we've been posing the question of the recommendations that have been put in, in the in the report and how that's going to manifest itself in welcoming and making those changes now at the moment. the report and,
0: and, 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 and internalising us from the in there. Mm-hmm. Marcelo, let me thank you very much for your time with us uh, this morning. Marcelo Silogazi, who is a member of uh, the Student Representative Council at the Stellenbosch University. Thank you for joining us this morning.